Hi, I'm Jago Wynn and welcome to the HDC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the daily Bible thought as we journey through the book of Acts and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's Jamie Mulvaney. As we're looking at Acts chapter 10, uh, beginning from verse 9 this morning. And uh, yesterday we heard about this man Cornelius, a Gentile who heard from an angel. And the angel told him to send men to Joppa to fetch Peter. And just before they arrive, we see what happens with Peter in this passage. He has this really weird uh, vision of a sheet being lowered down from heaven with animals. And we'll find out more tomorrow. Uh, but essentially, we, we see a change in thinking here for Peter. And it's such a pivotal moment in the history of the church. And we are watching the church becoming what it is meant to be here. Because this vision is about Peter, who was a Jew, um, bringing the gospel to Cornelius, a Gentile, and his household. And at this point in history, the, the Jews, they avoided close contact with the Gentiles. We see in verse 28, Peter says, You are well aware that it is against our law for a Jew to associate with or visit a Gentile. Yet God gave Peter a vision to show him that the gospel was for all the nations. So this may be the narrative of Cornelius's conversion, but it's also about Peter waking up, waking up to who God is, waking up to the reality of that. But hang on a minute. You know, Peter, he's already a follower of Jesus, a bit of a leader, frankly. Isn't this the same Peter who had a front row seat to Jesus' miracles? Isn't this the same Peter who was such an intimate friend of Jesus? Isn't this the same Peter who Jesus said, upon this rock, I will build my church? then why, why has Peter been so oblivious, so blind, so tone deaf to racial inequality? Yeah, it's astonishing, isn't it? But the more that we know God, the more we know his heart. Is the, the sum total of your relationship with God the same as this time last year? Or have you grown in your relationship with God? Of course, another answer as to why uh, he had to have his prejudices changed. Well, the clue is what we see in the next chapter. And we will soon see that Peter, he is criticised by fellow believers for eating with a Gentile. Because that's the, that's the water that he's swimming in. This runs deep. Prejudices run deep. They are systemic. And even as your eyes are opened to who God is and what his heart is about, what his heart breaks for, whatever that may be and whoever that may be, you will come up against other believers who think they are well-meaning in, in criticising you, but they have not let their hearts be transformed by Jesus Christ. When you've been swimming with the, the flow of water all your life and old habits die hard, you need nothing short of transformation from the Holy Spirit. And Peter, he is responsive to the Holy Spirit. There's two things we see in this passage that the Holy Spirit does for us. Firstly, perspective change. God cares about how we see him. He cares about how we see ourselves. He also cares about how we see others. And where God has vision, we have perspective. God has vision. God sees everything. We have perspective. We do not see everything. But God can enable us to see the way that he does. And how does Peter's perspective change? You see there in verse 15, the voice spoke to him a second time. Do not call anything impure that God has made clean. 
And then in verse 29, Peter says, God has shown me that I should not call anyone impure or unclean. God, he wants us to see others the way that he sees them. That those who have called on the name of the Lord are in Jesus, that he has made them clean. Jesus is the one who makes the sinful sparkling. And God, he looks at you and he sees Jesus' perfect, unblemished life. No one is disqualified from receiving this. It's on offer to all people from all places, from all backgrounds, all the time, everywhere, always. The, the gospel is good news for all people. No ifs, no buts. And yes, the account of what happens with Jesus is rooted in a time and place and geography and history. But the gospel is the only movement. It's the only belief system. It's the only way of life that truly spans all cultures. The, the love of Jesus Christ, the sacrifice of Jesus Christ is a one size fits all. This is not a meritocracy. It's not a plutocracy. It's not about having the right accent. This is good news for all people. And we need this perspective for ourselves afresh every day. That I'm not earning, I'm not striving, I'm not counted out by where I come from, what I have been made clean. So I can live out of that. And in a dog-eat-dog, competitive, individualistic, selfish culture, we need this perspective in how we view others too. It's asking, God, would you help me to see others the way that you see them? Especially for the tricky people in your life. It's very hard to, to go on disliking or even hating someone if you're praying for them. In other words, if you're bringing yourself into alignment with how God sees them. So we need perspective change. Another thing that the Holy Spirit does for us is he gives us a posture change. The, the ground is level at the foot of the cross. At the start of lockdown, people said uh, that coronavirus was the great leveller. Of course, that's a, a totally privileged view of the world. The only great leveller, the only great equaliser is the cross of Christ. Like Jago said on Sunday about the God of equality and yesterday about this section in Acts, that this is all about the God of equality. We read in verse 25 that as Peter entered the house, Cornelius met him and fell at his feet in reverence. But Peter made him get up. Stand up, he said. I am only a man myself. Peter, he knows his significance to Christ. But he knows that that is grace and it's not something that he's earned. He says, I am only a man. And Peter wants to speak to Cornelius face to face as an equal. He doesn't protect himself. He doesn't promote himself. And Peter, he could have easily let the, the praise, the adulation, the people coming to him for miracles go to his head. And Peter, he doesn't always get it right, as we well know, but, but he does keep pointing away from himself. And his posture leads others to changing their posture too. Think back to Acts 3 with a man who was begging and uh, Peter saying, get up and walk. And here too, he is making Cornelius stand up. This is the, the same Peter who will go on to write about leadership as being uh, eager to serve others, to, to clothe yourselves with humility toward one another. His posture enables others to change their posture. By lowering himself in service to others, he, he lifts them up, he dignifies them, he honours them with nothing less than the significance, the, the love, the value of someone belonging to Jesus Christ. So let's ask God to help him to change our perspective and to change our posture for ourselves, but also so others may too get vision of God and vision from God and have their posture changed towards him.
In Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks, Jamie. Maybe as we respond today, we want to pray first a prayer of repentance where we know that we hold prejudice in whatever way that might be. Maybe we want to say, God, help me to shift my perspective, to think how you do and to seek your wisdom in areas of my life. And finally, maybe we want to pray into the area of posture to bring ourselves to be more like Jesus, who was a servant to all. Maybe you want to spend a few minutes praying for different ways that you and the church serve other people in the life of our community. 